have powers that can only be described as superhuman. But there's a cost. Now, I face a choice to hunt and consume blood or die. We all have monsters within us. It's up to us to control it. Da, 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 da. You sound insane. You realize that? Oh, yeah. The whole world got crazy. It's showtime. Bam, bam. It is. All three of us are here. It's great. We talk a lot of uh, superhero movies here. I'm, I'm your host tonight. I'm Richard with me as always. And, and, uh, Brian, I'm not good at this whole hosting thing. Normally, this is where I come in and make a sarcastic comment, but now I have to be earnest. And uh, much like Ernest himself, I am scared stupid. But uh, this is fun. We're going to talk Morbius. These are the kind of movies that this show, you know, because of our title, I feel like it's confused with like, I think when new people come to this show, oftentimes they're like, mm-hmm. oh, wait, they don't hate movies because it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, we use the name Mad About Movies because it was just fun. And obviously, um, huge Paul Reiser guys, mm-hmm. yeah, under discussed on the just show. Check our back. Tattoos. Actually, not mad about you though, just big diner fans, mm-hmm. right? Um, but anyway, people, and I think aliens. sometimes just a, mostly his character in Aliens, yeah, that's, exactly. that's what absolutely. I like the most, yeah, absolutely. Love a company but, uh, man, you know, heck yeah. But uh, we, uh, we, I think there's a certain subset of first time Mad About Movies listeners that think that we're one of those like, we hate movies and we yell at them and, and uh, make fun of them. And that's not really what we do. We actually love movies and film culture and all that. We're mad in the sense of we're crazy for uh, films <laughs> and movies and pictures. Um, this particular piece of work. But (laughs) if this is your first episode, Mm -hmm. um, perhaps this will um, kind of back up the claim that we hate all movies because I (laughs) I'm never seeing another one. I'm done. (laughs) Yeah, and I had to go to a free. I mean, I forgot we used to have to go to a place and watch these. (laughs) COVID's been awesome, and I you know it's been. I think I think everyone agrees great for everything. No, it's been awful. But the one good thing is at least when there's crap. It's streaming crap. <laughs> this was in person. Had to talk to a guy. Yeah, yeah. And like, dude, you know, sometimes we get screeners. Sometimes we don't. This was a don't because I think if they, you know, put this even on a link, <laughs> it would be, it'd be tough. But uh, mm-hmm. I had to go. I tell a guy I'm here for Morbius, and he yeah. had to look at me like, oh, jeez, yeah, but dude, by yourself. Like, and I'm like, dude, yeah. it's. It's four o'clock on a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, right, anything right. better? You planned your day around this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I usually buy on the app, and so at least I can yeah. avoid that. But I did the, that, but I still had to like <laughs> confirm on it. You know what uh-huh. I mean? That my theater yeah. doesn't have the. My app oh. was was giving me issues yesterday, and so I had to actually go to a human being and say, "I would like one for Morbius, please." <laughs> and he just kind of oof. Right. He just hands you a handgun. He's like, I know what this means. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, the worst is that upstairs I bathroom the, is open, sir. <laughs> it's fine. I have try to the aim for the sink so it's easier to clean up. AMC oh, yeah. uh, Stubbs A list or whatever you book the ticket on. Oh yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like yeah. you know, you pay twenty bucks a month and you can go whenever and not have to worry sure. about how much it is. So it's pretty nice for that fact. But it bit me in the butt today because they make you show your license whenever you check in so there's like a name to a face 
You're yeah. on a watch list now. Yeah. That's going into a data like, set. They can link me to, to forever to that Morbius. Yeah. Like they have You're going to start ID. getting some weird ads, man. <laughs> man, you're on the list. SSU, as this has been, I've been told this is called, maybe the worst universe. I, I mean, mm, yeah. the Mummy movie was bad. Mm. But I still think... That's is it better, Sony Cinematic as an S S S I N? It's no, it's it's Sony Spider Man Universe. Mm, S S U. It sucks. Okay, yeah. Oh. E- even though there's no Spider Man in it, right? Because, because they've leased <laughs> that out. It's like Richards Richards boat. It's like Richards Boat Party Company. And then I, <laughs> but I rented the boat. I got rid of the boat. So it's just you meet me on a sad dock. Yeah. That one and guy I, divorced your friend, and now yeah. you don't have a boat anymore. Yeah. <laughs> that's a joke for three people that are listening. They're going to really get a kick out of that. Yeah, so that's that's the uh, that's where we live now, and it, hopefully this was not well received. I don't know if this is worse than Venom, but like Venom got a little bit of a soft landing both times for whatever reason, for considering how bad it was, and this got a little bit of a harder landing. So maybe this will just end the universe. Anyway, I've been rambling. No, I'm enjoying it. None of us were hyped for this, I would say. So we're going to go. I mean, normally we do things like, what were your thoughts going into this? Were you excited for this? Blah, blah, blah. And that's, we're just going to kill that. We've been talking right now. about it for like two and a half years. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, so it's pretty well. What do you, what do you think? What, what was it? How much worse than worse did you think it was? Brian, you go first. You know, I went, I had a pretty nice Sunday. I uh, I got to Home Depot, Bed Bath and Beyond. Home Depot, yeah, mm-hmm. mostly the Beyond. Uh, Worship the Lord and go see Morbius. You know, just like God intended. <laughs> a nice little church service. Uh, one of my buddies. Both at the same the, time. Uh, You're worshiping uh-huh. the Lord yep. because of just, Morbius. <laughs> <laughs> right. Got to. Thank you have for to, blessing us with. This. Have to get clean after that. Um, <laughs> you repented afterward. Yeah. <laughs> Bless me, Father. I I have sinned. I uh. a lot of real bad stuff. Um, yeah, but uh, Tobin's company was having a fundraiser at Tobin works for my my buddy Tobin works for a, a, a nonprofit. They were having a fundraiser at Top Golf. Yeah, how was that? I wanted to go to that. I was yeah. unable, unfortunately. Hang out with the friends, hit some Fun. balls, just had a good time. We gotta get we you golfing, like, like real golfing. We're gonna no. get you. Um, yeah, you gotta wait when when my ACLs tear. Nah, you can do both. Anymore. Both things can happen. If you enjoy I, top golf, we. Can I get will you. say, I w- this has nothing to do with Morbius, but obviously, I, I I'm assuming everyone's happy about that. I. I'm not good at golf at all, at all, and I'm not good at top golf at all. But I have fun with it. It's one of the few things that I'll do that I'm not at least semi-decent at you yeah know? but i had a a a bay for about 20 minutes where nobody else was there so i just got to hack for for 20 yeah. minutes and took like 50 swings and by the end of it i was like okay i kind of figured this out so not figured it out as like i'm gonna sure. be good but like welcome to hell actually yeah, welcome exactly. to hell. you're gonna think that 600 more times it's, <laughs> yeah, that's the yeah. great thing <laughs> well, i did have a moment where i was like maybe i should just come here at like noon by myself and take 100 hacks and it'll be and i was like Dude, we're gonna get you out i think i will get you out with sebastian he's gonna get you hyped and then you're gonna be hooked and it's gonna be great yeah and I'm it's not it fancy pants golf i'm poor we yeah. play goat ranch there's a gun range on hole four at the col- <laughs> horse course we play where you can hear them firing uh-huh. shotguns basically yeah. at you while you play. I mean, this is Winston mm-hmm. Churchill freedom. style. No, mm-hmm. it's real yeah. great. I yeah. can get you hooked. But anyway, go ahead. Continue. Had a good night. Had a, the, the, the point is, had a really nice time with some friends, and then we were like, hey, 
party doesn't have to end now. And we went to see Morbius. <laughs> oh and I, I will say this. For about 30 minutes, I was like, this is clearly... I mean, this is bad. This is a bad movie. But it's not like the worst movie, which is kind of what I was expecting given the the two-year lead-up that we've had and just like all of the parts of, of the movie. And then it was almost like as soon as I thought that, the movie was like, right, gotcha. And then just like tripled down mm-hmm. on all of its badness. And uh, so it was like the setup for this is is stupid, but it's not offensively stupid it's not on the level of of like the venom movies and and uh you know suicide squad or or whatever else um and and then i was i was wrong (laughs) that i was wrong very quickly yeah it does this is a a man movie that becomes bad as it goes it it organically grows into terrible which is a unique thing most things are bad (laughs) immediately yeah that's great but kent what about you how did how was your uh experience and all that good stuff you know how did you uh how did you take this in well other than being in a database now the experience was fine (laughs) i'm searching it right now for marketing only bummer is that you have to stay for the post credits for these so you can't just immediately bounce Mm. So I had to stay and see what all the fuss was about. Yeah. Post credits, we'll get there. It's like when you're at the strip club and you have to watch them mop after. <laughs> well, not not just like that, but it's 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 similar amount of body fluids. You know, it's bad enough when you just leave. Yeah. You know, no, I'm kidding. Well, it was certainly an experience. I'm kind of with Brian on the fact that I expected it to be a lot worse. Then it was, uh, this is bad, mind you, but it wasn't offensively bad. I watched a movie this past weekend uh, called Moonfall. I don't know if you guys saw that one yet. The old Roland Emmerich joint. And uh, it it might be one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Yeah, but there's joy to that kind of bad, right? I mean, yeah. I thought so. Uh, <laughs> but it was uh, it was ridiculous. Uh, this is... Uh, there's not enough special effects for it to be joyfully bad. Okay. Maybe we'll do an episode or talk with the VIPs about it. But um, I was curious because I watched that movie. I'm like, man, this one sets the bar really low for the weekend because I'm going to have to see Morbius. I wonder if Morbius is going to be worse than this because it might be impossible. I think Moonfall was worse. The leaps of logic, the ridiculousness was was worse. The only thing that kind of offended me about Morbius, Mobius, Mobarus. I, I think it's, is it Morbius? Mm. Or, or Mo- yeah, it's Morbius. Mobius. Morbius. Okay, with an R. Keep saying Mobius. Morpheus. The thing about it is. We're gunk. When you see so many of these movies, we see one a month, basically, a superhero movie, if not a Disney Plus series, something new is coming into the zeitgeist every single month now, it feels like. And so I always ask myself, what is this bringing to the table? This new one, what, what does it have to offer, right? And usually there's an answer to that. There's some resolution at the end. Okay, it's pushing this story in this direction. It's uh, giving us this character that we can have interact with these people. I don't know what the hell this thing was going for. Mm. Um, I don't see the upside of a character like morbius in the uh in this universe he seems like a villain so is it a villain <laughs> villain origin story or a or a hero story i couldn't couldn't quite figure out what it was if if we were supposed to be scared of this guy or rooting for this guy 
I don't see the vision. I don't see, other than Jared Leto as a bankable star, I don't see the vision for, like, of all the all the things that you can make a Marvel or DC movie of, this is it. This was the character that we landed on. Like, this is what we need to bring bring out. It didn't bring anything new to the table. Uh, it felt like I, Frankenstein meets Jared Leto. Basically, <laughs> if you cast Jared Leto in that I, Frankenstein movie with Aaron Eckhart, that's what you get. I got yeah. a lot of other thoughts. I got a lot of notes here. This was uh this was a train wreck, but it it was like a consistent train wreck. Like it knew <laughs> it was bad. For, was eighty minutes and and it was done. And yeah, it was quick. We're going home. It's so, getting a, a bump from me on that. I think it was self aware in the fact that it, it it knew what it was and what it was is a, is a really bad movie that probably shouldn't have been made. Like the mail in on everyone once part of this movie was pretty astounding. Even Leto, we might get there, but um, wow, yeah. I'm I'm still recovering. When he when you say when it's mail in, when he mails it in, he actually mails you a bag of his own urine. So <laughs> yeah, he does. Um, no, the, the the thing about this is, I was thinking about this as I was driving <laughs> driving home today from this, um, and I only drove in oncoming traffic two or three times. <laughs> the success of Marvel. You know, by when I, by that I mean the MCU. They really, in a, in a intelligent way, like it's it can be at times very simplistic and sometimes very lowest common denominator. But they understand the the kind of wrestling thing of um, you know, goods versus bads very well. From the op, you kind of know immediately. Now they'll throw a twist at you sometimes, but but that twist is someone as good is now bad. They don't really try to work the Walter White anti-hero thing Mm -hmm. that like prestige Mm -hmm. television does because in order to do that you need 50 something hours of a television show to get into the nuance of morality and ethics and all the things that these great shows have done with anti-heroes in a in a two-hour movie you kind of have to just go red versus blues and i need to kind of know who to root for or who not to root for and you you can try and i think they've tried this with with venom and this and and you know, other studios have tried this as well. It never really works for me when you try to kind of have these shades of gray, which are very interesting in a sort of intellectual vacuum. But within the practicality of these films, it never works. It's always like a total miss uh, in a, a total miss and a tonal miss um, whenever they do this. So mm-hmm. that that's kind of like a character issue. And you're right, Kent. To your point, it's like I blame more the studio for like ever making this a thing than I may blame really right uh, any filmmaker associated with this because I honestly and it might be their fault to where they did this so badly, but I I can't fathom a world where this is good. Like this might right. be the best version of this movie that could ever be made, and it's not. It's terrible. It's campy, and you know you're right. There's some phone in elements, uh, Kent, but like. The idea of this, the inception of this is so mm-hmm. clouded and everything that it's like hard to believe that this could ever be good. But but I, I felt the same way with Venom and and that's one of the most notorious characters of bad to good, mm-hmm. good to bad. I mean, I don't know a ton about comics, but from my understanding, and like even that couldn't really pull off effectively. It was successful at the box office because I think people like that it like literally like the design of that character. There's a certain group of people that are go see that and Tom Hardy's a star on some level and things, but, but it still wasn't effective. So Brian, what what are your thoughts on kind of like the, the idea that this would even be like 
um, produced. Yeah, I, I, I that's a big thing for me. It's like I, I've seen worse movies, and I've seen I've definitely have seen worse comic book movies, and I'm I think I'm more offended by you're the you said Dark Knight was worse than this. I think you were texting <laughs> me privately. Yeah, yeah. Um, just don't really get it with Ledger, you know. Um, yeah. but that's that's me, you know. I'm built different, but the I mean, it's like. <laughs> I think I'm more offended by Venom's um, execution than I am on this, but I'm more offended that this like exists. Like it just doesn't. There's no. Yeah. Can't you said? I don't know what the point of this is. Essentially, I don't want to speak for you, but what? What's I, the pitch? What was the pitch? Uh, hey, we've got a. It's a. It's a <laughs> villain, but he's also a vampire. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what's the it's What's the vision? Is it merchandising? Sad. Is it? How are they going to cross this over with other? I just don't see it at all. Yeah. I don't see the, no, the potential. It, it just doesn't. I, I mean, look. At the end of the day, a movie, especially a, com- a tentpole comic book kind of movie, the, the point is to entertain. Um, and I just don't. I just don't understand. But I'm with you. I don't understand the pitch for how this even even works. It's such a the 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 person that can be entertained by this. And and again, and look, I. I'm wary, even when we talk about terrible movies, I'm wary of, you know, coming in and being like, if you like this, you're an idiot. You know, that's not my my point. It's just, if you liked this and you were genuinely entertained by this, that's fine. You are in the vast minority. And, and that has to be part of the math when you're deciding, should we should we make an $80 million movie on this? It's just, it is so... The whole like universe aspect of it is so shoehorned and and poorly constructed. And and to your point, Richard, it's like I don't know how you make this a good movie. I, you can definitely see the studio influence like all over it because it doesn't really it doesn't have a point. There's no right. reason for this movie to exist. I guess other than to further pitch the 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 concept of the the sinister six or whatever. Mm-hmm. And and if that's the case then like surely we could find a way to spend 75 or 80 million dollars more effectively to to do that because it doesn't it just doesn't it doesn't serve a pur- purpose. This this character sucks. It's He's not inter- I mean the movie's not entertaining. It's not even one that you could be it's not like Jupiter Ascending where I walked out and texted you guys and said you got to go see this. We get, we got to we got to talk about this movie because it's so bad. It's not even comically bad. It's just cynically made and and poorly done and and just not entertaining even on top of being of low quality. And I, again, I always whenever I'm going to go in it's like Hey, I like the movie Battleship, like unironically. I, I have a fun time with wow. it. Is Rihanna and, in Morbius? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they should have tried that. Um, this just Darn doesn't... Right they should have. There, there's just nothing about this that is appealing. Nothing about it that sets up a franchise that I'm interested in. And I, I don't think the vast majority of, of moviegoers are interested in. But but even more so, it's like... Like, who... Are we rooting for Morbius? I don't get it. Like, even Venom is a little more rootable, I feel like. Yeah. And I hate the Venom character design. I mean, I loathe it. But... Even that is like, what are we doing with this guy? It's just like he's. I, I I don't I don't understand. I guess to finish up the the there's a hundred billion comic books. 
we couldn't find something better to work in or something. Like it's just not. I can't imagine. I I understand it's like, like bad Dracula. It's like yeah, fuck, totally. Yeah. It's like I I can see how this gets, you know, whatever an eighteen issue arc of a comic book because you gotta you gotta produce four hundred comic. I mean, whatever. But like, I can't imagine reading a, a Morbius comic book and being like, "Yep, gotta make this into a movie." And you know who we need to get for it? Jared Leto. I mean, yeah, it, just it had to have been Leto being like. The only yeah. way I'll do one of your movies is if it's Morbius. Had to be. It's like, well, which would be a very Leto-y thing, by the way. Mm-hmm. That would track, yeah, two thousand percent. Wasn't that what The Rock did with Black Adam? Like he's like, uh, this is yeah, the only so, character I'm, I want to yeah. do, or something. Yeah. Lamb, oh, Black Adam. Give me <laughs> we'll see if it works. But oh, wait, hold on. It looks like. Sony's parent company is Hot Topic LLC. Okay, this all makes sense. Now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This yeah, is this just was, a. This will get them through another two and a half years of. <laughs> as we have talked about Hot Topic and, theming and I think it's the same font show. as Hot Topic. Actually, Morbius. That's font. This is the the documentary that we need to make is how Hot Topic is secretly controlling. <laughs> it's a how. There's it's a like certain a yeah, thirty one percent of Hollywood is actually just a top of funnel <laughs> into Hot Topic merch, and that's, Tim Burton's actually the CEO of Hot yeah. Topic. We didn't know that. It's an expose. <laughs> that's a good one. I would watch that YouTube documentary if you want to do that. You get a couple million views on that, I'm sure. Okay, man. All right, listen up. Okay, all right. Yeah. Um, it's gonna it's gonna be a good bookend to my uh, structure. My structure documentary. Um, so okay, so let's get into a little that that that's kind of our general thing. Not, we're not really going to talk too much about that. This was delayed sixty five thousand times. It's weird, but also what momentum did that <laughs> did that really stop? So, um, moving on from that. So going through this a bit in terms of, I love Jared Harris. He can be in everything, as far as I'm concerned, but maybe not this. But that's yeah. my new. That's my new. That's my new law. Yeah. But um, I know. I know Matt Smith has a big following. He Oof, he was way worse than Leto in this, right? He made Leto so look much like, worse. Yeah. 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 I think the movie decisively goes from a D movie to an F minus 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 when when the screen when the screen time ratio changes yeah. in his favor. He's he's awful. I thought he was awful in last night in Soho too. Like I, I don't watch Doctor Who, so maybe I would have a different opinion if I was a dork. But like, he's good as Prince Philip too. But it might be just because he kind of looks like him too in okay, the crown. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I I've yet to be I, I've yet to see a movie and be like, yeah, Matt Smith was awesome in that. I don't know. It's just, maybe I'm Agreed. missing something. You know, agree. Willing to be it's wrong. Gotten- yeah, it's gotten it's gotten not quite to Toby Kebbell territory with him. Yeah, or if you see him yeah. cast, it's like this is going to be bad. Yeah. Um, as somebody who's watched a handful of Doctor Who over the years, I think he's uh, might be the most charismatic Doctor Who. Other than I, I like David Tennant's my favorite, but I don't know, man. It's really a bummer because I think the dude might have something, but he he seems like he's striking out with all of these. Um. You know, we're an hour and 10 minutes into this thing. I've got a lot of notes, but I'm skipping kind of to the end. I'll get maybe oh, towards get into two, it. You've got them. some points on. Oh, you know, I got a lot, of, more. a lot of points. First of all, this thing sets up in like a Costa Rican cave. Mm-hmm. Very, uh, 
obvious Batman parallels here, right? Sure. Like they're trying to make this guy the anti-Batman where Batman's scared of bats and this guy embraces them, man. So bring it on. Give me all these bats. <laughs> so he's invented artificial blood mm-hmm. that uh, is apparently to save the world because, yeah. you know, everyone it's a good blood, idea, though. We right? should make that. Artificial blood. <laughs> yep. So he's honestly. made it, but he's really sick. So he wants to make himself into a vampire bat. Can I just, can we stop down for one second? Yeah. Just say, yeah. <laughs> him, <laughs> sorry. His method with the crutches just, I don't know. Yeah. Like immediately I was like, this is. I laughed in the theater. <laughs> That's how I felt too. I was like, I know I'm not supposed to be laughing at this guy wearing, walking in crutches, but this is so funny. So bad. Six other people in my screening, five of whom are definitely. I don't know if they're key holders at Hot Topic, but they're on the management track. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I made sure I laughed when I felt any impulse to do it. I've shamed them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anyway, need to know. especially yeah. with the uh, really overt, random like AOC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, character. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. You heard that Leto was so method with this that he walked around with the crutches the entire production. Yeah. Right? That's yeah. not a joke. But I also read that he said that this wasn't didn't require as much method as he normally. I'm serious. He said like this was yeah. not uh, as I didn't have to go as me- into my method as much because this character is pretty close to me. He's like, oh man, you're so cool. <laughs> He's like, I'm kind of a vampire in real life, yeah. so right. It wasn't that. It's like, much well, you stretch. suck the energy out of every room you're in. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, I like that. It's kind of the perfect. Almost. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect casting, really. Yeah, you start off with that, then you then for some reason we have a to flash back to kid version of Mor- Morbius. Let's I wanted a whole movie know. about kid Morbius <laughs> so bad. That was like I didn't bring my notepad. I forgot it, but literally all I I remember thinking like God, I wish I had my notepad, and I would just write kid Morbius with an exclamation point because that would be such a funny. If it movie was just just sixty minutes of that and twenty <laughs> yeah. minutes at the end where he's back in Sleto. Gosh. <laughs> There, so he invents the artificial blood, and I was so thinking about the dropout during this. Like, can somebody please edit this movie with what's his name uh, from Top Gear and the dropout being like, "It doesn't work. The blood's going to coagulate." <laughs> just, just like super cut of them in the yeah. lab yeah. trying to do the blood tests oh, i would love that the ki- jeremy yeah, clarkson the, sorry milo and then grown-up milo matt smith they both they both had some a little bit of of warhorse kid as well in their, <laughs> yeah. their voice like, i was, was annoyed was that tough. it was this is a nitpick this is the my new one you know how um my cousin david always sends me plain nitpicks with movies like mm-hmm. you would never like when people fly from right new york to london at 6 a.m that flight doesn't exist you would do that would be overnight and Conversely, on the other side, my new one is the FBI doesn't have jurisdiction in any of the places they would chase Morbius down. <laughs> Needs to be a different agency, right? Like they're, you know what I mean? Like yeah, Costa Rica's a different involved. Agency. It's that's fine. fine. Like, that's fine. Yeah, yeah the totally. FBI has is pretty domestic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that bothered me. That's going to be my new thing. I pick out all the time. <laughs> jurisdiction guy. <I'm> gonna be. <laughs> that's my corner. My gosh. It's so funny when Adria Arona uh, breaks into the lab. AOC? Yeah, sorry. Breaks into the lab and he's like, I just want to know how you got my password. She's like, 
well, your passwords are the first six digits of pi backwards. You should probably change that. It's like, uh, oh yeah, that's the most obvious password ever. She definitely uh, <laughs> landed on that. Well, maybe if it's the if it's pi backwards, let's try that. Oh, that's it. As, as if that's the most obvious password ever. Yeah. <laughs> it's very funny. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, it should be said, and th- th- this is this is a lot of movies right now. It it it, and I'm sure that I've said it on the air. There's a, uh, it definitely feels like the script is the last thing that gets done on most of these these movies right now, especially the ones that aren't very good. It usually feels like, well, we we got our stars, uh, we yeah. booked a location, we got a, a nominal director, you know, at least somebody who will stand there and say action. Yeah, he's got a, he's uh, got his own megaphone. So yeah, exactly. Uh, it's a, we got a deal on that. We got craft services taken care of. Uh, it's going to be Chicken Express mostly, but that's fine. Uh, but it's just can you just can you spend an extra fifty grand and just get somebody in here to do a dialogue pass? That's all. Yes. Like that's yeah. all for so many of these movies. You I could know, make man. your movie a full letter grade better for me at least by just having passable having someone that someone in there that says no one would say this guys no one yeah no exactly, one talks exactly. Like yeah yeah you wouldn't like me when i'm hungry okay well i'm out that's that's how's that's your pain today for me. from a scale of one to ten it's an 11 yeah yeah just so 11. bad there's, and there's a hundred million there's a hundred of them you know it's just like come on man this is this is childish and amateurish. It's it's embarrassing to spend this kind of money and and have this script be what gets to the, the screen. Well, from the director of Child Forty Four, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean he did Life, which was pretty good. I liked that. that. Oh, Life was a cool was good. movie. Yeah, Life um, was underrated. I mean, he definitely. I mean, it's very clear. Anytime you're in a studio, it's just it feels like this is a constant thing now. It's like the director a week before the movie comes out has to be like, well. Studio took over a lot. Didn't really let me have what I wanted. Everything. It's like okay, good, awesome. We get it. We know. We know. That's the way it is because they're trying to make money. I I totally get it. This is terrible, terrible studio tampering. I I, I understand, but you know, I'm not sure that you did a great job either. So like, it's it's maybe it's maybe a little bit of both. I would I would suggest humbly. Yes, man. It's so funny because he's like so desperate to live off blood. And then he has a line in the movie. He's like, "Well, artificial blood doesn't live forever. Doesn't last forever." It's like, "Well, why are you doing all this then?" Right. You what? went through all the science to make artificial blood. And right. didn't artificial think blood how to only lasts six months, though, guys. So you gotta, didn't, you gotta switch no it out after though, six dude, months. Dude, I'm yeah. super. I do not put preservatives <laughs> into my body. It's like, like, go ahead and throw some MSG in that blood. See what happens, dude. Like, maybe you can get that to. <laughs> He fails multiple times with the uh, rat test, and he's like, now on to human trials. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, you haven't done anything yet. <laughs> I When he transforms into Morbius for the first time, I wrote this in my notes, Geico Caveman time. Because he yeah. looks like the Geico Caveman yeah. <laughs> his makeup and stuff, dude. You know what's great is I think Nick Kroll is one of the Geico Cavemen. Yes. And that's <laughs> yeah, the, he is. Yeah, that's yeah. the only thing keeping the Geico Caveman from coming back, right? They can't afford <laughs> Nick Kroll's note. Or Nick Kroll won't let him do it without him. Right. Because you would think at this point, we're at the nostalgia point for the Caveman. No, they, they made it into a sitcom, remember? No, I know. But that was 15 years ago. So I'm yeah. saying like... We're reaching that point where commercially we yeah, can have we them should, back, making fun back of the sitcom or something. But I feel like they haven't because they 
Kroll's holding out for that FU progressive money or something. <laughs> I don't know. Man, he probably did get paid more to do that than anything, any gig. Yeah, that's curious since. because it's like they have those, sorry, quick detour. They have those um, things that like, you know, Mayhem or um, Flow, you get paid, but then you also get this awesome money because it essentially ruins your career. Yeah. Jake from State Farm guy. The right, new guy. exactly. Yeah. You mm-hmm. get paid a bonus because they like basically have to subsidize your acting career because you'll always be Flo from Progressive or Jake from State Farm, et cetera. All those, all those big commercial things have contracts in that. So you get paid in an inordinate amount because you'll never be able to work again. I wonder if the guy who cavemen still got that because they are under heavy prosthetics. <laughs> like, I mean, Nick Kroll's obviously been able to work again, but I wonder if he still got the bonus. It really would be awesome if State Farm pulls a sprint and just hires Flo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. Remember when they hired the Verizon guy? Yeah, Sprint yeah. did. Oh, that was awesome. That was only that was only because uh, Ron Livingston held out for uh, extra <laughs> yeah, like, cauliflower yeah. on the catering spread. Yeah, I liked that. I like. I was that. in Band of Brothers. Like, all right, bro. I was talking about um, mail in earlier, and I and yeah. I do I think this wasn't as methody as as Leto usually is. Maybe uh, he didn't go for it in the Paolo. Gucci sense of things, <laughs> but maybe that's that's kind of a nice departure for him. Yeah, yeah. maybe him, just do that. Might be a better performance. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but <laughs> when I talk about mail-in, like I felt the CG of this movie was just it's atrocious, awful. and it's like the effect that the, that they had on the flying, where it looked like Ugh. they were ghosts or like liquid monsters or something. Yeah, just was clearly to me like okay. All these scenes look like crap, so how can we spice them up? Well, look at yeah, these absolutely. cool absolutely. smoke trails yeah. we can add to these. Yeah. Oh, okay, that looks It looked cool. like a commercial for Capri Sun or something. Like, <laughs> that level of, of quality. Like, yeah. It is the opening is scene cool. from X-Men 2 where... Yeah. Uh, in the White House where... <laughs> night they got... Jumps around for, they got the... Um, at night, though. So they Well, they got the effects guy from Secret Life of Alex Mack. Mm. <laughs> he's good. <laughs> smack. Highly cool. sought after. Yeah. yeah. He finally he's yeah. kind of a he'll go twenty years without a project. I mean he's right. an artiste. <laughs> yeah. How okay, so we talked about this a bit as a film. Um wh- I want- now let's talk about it as a piece of art. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, we're I'm really serious, like in the Sinister Six piece. How, how, oh man. Oof. How do we they're not making it clear for us, and we'll talk about the um, we'll we'll talk about the credits scene here in a few. But like, how do we piece this together a bit? Let's let's pretend like we seriously. Let's pretend like we thought this was awesome. Okay, let's. Uh-huh. It's an intellectual okay. exercise. We thought this ruled. Okay, what's next? I mean, uh, do we get to post credits yet? Because that might be. What yeah. Okay. Let's talk about post credits. Let's talk about a now, little. One spoiler. thing I wanted to mention before that. Two things actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wanted to mention the they did get the monster energy uh, placement in this, which they didn't get in Venom because you knew yeah. they wanted that and they got it here. So monster <laughs> was, was sick, not missing dude. out on that sick easy monster ad placement. And then uh, I liked the scene where Morbius. Uh, busts into the lab and he's like, I'm going to need your lab. And he's like, and he breaks the guy's hand. He's like, these are the phalanges, the metacarpals, and this is the stinky pinky. He, he breaks his <laughs> stinky <laughs> pinky. Gosh. 
Also, in the lab earlier, the yeah. lab where he becomes Morbius, he's just in a lab randomly, and we're like, okay, yeah, he's becoming Morbius. And then all of a sudden, we're like, in a submarine? <laughs> just like this reveal of them. He's just having a fight, like, in a submarine, like, in the next room and then it's revealed that i guess they're on a ship or something but i was like why are we well, on they a heard us. we've been we've been calling for more subs in movies <laughs> it yeah. was so, such a place rant. they 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 got it yeah. we're 110 minutes in and then we get uh we get tyrese i'm like okay right <laughs> wow yeah Brand- gosh so still weird. didn't have jurisdiction though yeah <laughs> I enjoyed turning a uh, a counterfeit currency lab, the worst counterfeit currency ever, by the way. If you if you just held that up, it was like on white paper, and he's just like, "Cool, got it." And now I'm I'm making super high tech stuff in here. Like I just I immediately turned this into a medical lab. I got it, no problem. <laughs> was a was, uh, was a choice, man. It was a choice. You couldn't just put in something that. Yeah, I mean, like we didn't laser chat. We we how many movies do we see? Where somebody's working on something in the lab. Do we need an explainer on how he made or came upon this? Lab? No, just just move on. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> just so stupid. We so can get to post credits. Sorry. How dare you? <laughs> so anyway, he he uh, the the guy we don't know if we've been rooting for becomes the hero and kills Matt Smith for everybody. So we don't have to endure that. <laughs> That's kind of how we end. And then we get to post credits. Sorry, Richard. I've. I had a few more notes I wanted no, to No, no, by all means, get after it. Get after get in there. That's it. That's all I've got. Okay. But besides okay. post credits, obviously. So we we've got this post credit scene, which clearly felt like a trade for the the weird venom um drop into the MCU. And this felt like sort of a the same a bit, uh, where Michael Keaton's uh vulture character comes into this, it kind of gets blipped through by Doctor Strange, et cetera, et cetera. Um does this go anywhere? Or does do you guys think it just bleeps out, just like uh, Venom in the MCU? I mean, they've been trying to do this Sinister Six thing forever, and I, you know, I don't. I, it's not something I'm pining for. Obviously, um, I mean, Keaton rules, so at the very least, get that money. You know, like we're good sure. with it. Um, you spent a decade raising your kids. You should get paid all you want. Right. You know, I mean, you're you're the best. Um, like, I just don't, I don't really get how it all is supposed to come together. And I mean, this movie made money, but barely, and it, it clearly did not have the market that, that, I mean, clearly didn't have the market that a Venom did. So, mm-hmm. I mean, are we getting more of these? Are we getting a Morbius two to set up Sinister Six? Cause right now we got three, right? With including Venom. And I don't really even know where he's at in the world at this point or the universe is at this there's point. There's no way to know. There's the, truly, there's no way to know how that all, that all works. It's it, to me, it's very similar to like the flash movie that is apparently going to happen next year. Maybe um, it, we're just like, just cut your losses at this point, guys. Like, let's just move on. Like this. Both, both have Keaton. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. It's, it's, it's just very odd to, I mean, I get it. Everybody wants to create their their own. We, duh, obviously, everybody wants their own cinematic universe, and this was an idea we had. This is what we're going all in on. But I mean, this started like ten years ago. At this point, mm-hmm. we don't know anything about this universe. There isn't a six to be in the Sinister Six. I don't feel like it. I. It's it's and you know who it is. It's um, 
Venom. Mm -hmm. It's Morbius. It's uh, Vulture. Mm -hmm. Tony Brothers. Mm -hmm. Yep, Tony Brothers. Tilda Swinton from Michael Clayton. (laughs) (laughs) That character. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then uh, Dwayne Wade. Oh, okay. Perfect. Perfect. Um, uh, I'm in and out, you know? It's like perfect casting. Yeah. But, uh, and Will Smith. Yeah, I just... <laughs> yeah. Hey, dude. Not a character. Just just Will Smith from the Oscars. That's a complex um, issue, man. Like, <laughs> I, well, it's healing season, I'm traumatized. Bro. I haven't it's been healing able to sleep. season. Yeah. But, like, truly, at a certain point, we will we we will get multiversed out, right? Like we have like I'm already no, there. I want I'm, all the like I want everything. <laughs> I want it's like oh, <laughs> it's yeah. too much. To I keep want track Law of. and Orders to start crossing over and be like, well, there was a multiverse in the Law and Order universe. So. <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jerry, we're back hologram, you know, and I mean, exactly. it's, it's thank you. I I just. And I'm I, I'm I'm pretty consistently advocating for even in in blockbuster kind of movies like to to trust that your audience isn't stupid you know and 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 give the audience some credit and to accept that the audience knows coming in I need to have seen these movies before I go see the new one and all that sort of stuff but like it's too much to keep track of especially when you're crossing the stream with with the MCU and the way all this works it's just it. I just don't feel like the payoff is going to be is going to be very high. But again, I think that the Venom movies are some of the worst movies ever made and they make a ton of money. So maybe I'm the idiot on this, but I I just don't I don't understand what they think they're going to do or where they think they're going to go from here, nor how they think it's going to work out. This has been like the slowest play of all time to get to this point. I just I just think you should just cut your losses and move on, but I don't know. I'm with you, um, but there's if there's this has losses of which to cut. Um, you know, Venom to its credit doesn't, mm. so they're gonna keep pounding those out until you. We all How die. mad was Leto that Sony doesn't have a streaming service that they could have just dumped this on? Like he had to actually go out and prom- promote this uh, like a huge. I, I saw uh, this on my PS3. Oh. <laughs> it's only PS3 though. <laughs> no, only the three. Not yeah, the four not four or, or five. It's uh, yeah. Amy really messed that up, but uh, <laughs> and I was halfway through, and the North Koreans started yelling at me. But other than oh. that, it was a pretty seamless experience. Um, yeah. Okay, so we don't know where this is going. This seemed pointless, which is the worst thing you can say about a movie. Yeah. The thing that stuck out to me most about the post credit scene, though, is like the most obvious crossover yeah. with the MCU we've gotten, or the most blatant. Where like this is a character from Spider-Man coming into these quote-unquote non-Marvel uh, movies, mm. and uh, I was like, "Wow, that's an interesting choice to do for Morbius to be the one where you you finally pull that yeah. card." Yeah, yeah, totally. That's a great point because again, as much as as I think that the Venom movies are freaking terrible, they're successful. So so bringing bringing Keaton into that world with that yeah. character. At least make some financial sense and some like you know world building sense in in a world that I think is crap, you know. Yeah. But still, at least it it makes a little bit of sense for it to be this one. Just bring Birdman in. I just yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just Birdman or his character from Spotlight. I mean, just go as multiverse <laughs> as you can. 
for doing that, can we get a Morbius versus uh, Leto's Joker on. movie? Let's just let's just double down on the cringe. Oh, I just I just can't. I don't know, man. I just I don't I don't get. Also, Keaton in, is in this movie for a scene and a half. Best performance by a mile. Just like he's so much he's like the fourth build actor else. on the post credits too. After, after yeah, it's so funny that, that he, here he shows up and and he says his little bit with his freaking helmet on and and it's just voice acting. That probably wasn't basically. even him. That was not even. Yeah, him I know totally. And Jared Leto's like, I'm listening. It's like, okay, dork. Like this is so so bad. I just, I don't understand, man. I don't know what, I thought we're, that, what we're doing. You're right. I thought, like, we might see Venom pop up in the MCU movies, but I didn't think it'd be the other way around, where we'd have MCU characters mm. popping up in these movies now, and, ugh. Maybe it's clearly a trade. Take this, it was, take this uh, back. It's like, yeah, Davis you could have, Bertans you have for Vulture. Christoph Porzingis kind of <laughs> situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you get, you get Vulture, and you'll we'll throw in uh, Paul Giamatti's Rhino too. Come over there and <laughs> yeah. uh, have a good time. It just doesn't. It's oh, like, do you have man. a script though? Like, no. oh no, sorry. No, but we have Leto and a vampire. That's all yeah, we, we got. Sick. What's important here? Yeah. yeah. All right, let's grade this. Uh, <laughs> let's grade this bad boy out. I'll go first. It was short. Yeah. Not to go to one ten, so something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Under two for a superhero movie. I do enjoy Mm -hmm. that. Different. So I'm going to bump it up a full letter grade for that and Mm -hmm. give it a D, straight D. (laughs) (laughs) Brian, what about you? (laughs) I mean, it's it's so bad. It's so bad. I don't think it's worse than a couple of the other movies that I always bring up and say they're the worst movie. Um, and it is, you're right. It is, it is a buck 10. I appreciate that. Uh, I got, got in and out relatively quickly and could move on with my life, but it's still, I just, it's so bad. It's so bad, man. So, I mean, I'd be surprised if this isn't like at least bottom three on the year, right? Like I, it would be, I'd be real depressed if this ends up being like the twelfth worst movie I saw this year instead of instead of the third. I'll just do. I'll just say F minus minus minus. It's it's real wow. real real bad. What about you, Kent? I'll send you the the royalty. <laughs> well, if I hadn't seen Moonfall this past weekend, I might give the F minus minus minus. <laughs> but it was better in comparison to that, so I'll give it an F straight okay. up. <laughs> what do you? I mean, last question I guess is where where does it? What is, how does it compare to the the Venom movies for you? I, I don't like. I I think Venom is worse because it's so loud yeah. and obnoxious. It's just obnoxious. Yeah. The all the really accents is. and the yeah. it's so mm-hmm. ugly. This 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 was bad, but it was like Venom. I think knows what it is like. It knows its fan base, and it's just doubling down on pleasing them. And um, what pleases them, I hate. So like Venom two was. <laughs> That's a good way was 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 doubling down on Venom one, and it made it that much worse for me. Mm-hmm. So, uh, just the whole aesthetic of what Venom is uh, for that version of it, I don't like. So, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. at least um, it wasn't that. So, yeah, Venom is is the the rock bottom for me. Maybe Bloodshot was the worst uh, <laughs> superhero movie I've seen with Vin Diesel. That that's still to me yeah. the worst, maybe the worst movie I've seen on the pod in the pod's yeah. history, but. There we go. It's up there. It's up there. All right. Well, that wraps it up. Uh, that is Morbius here in the Mad About Movies. We got a lot of 
messages uh, wanting us to talk through this one, and I hope hopefully we didn't disappoint. Um, hopefully, yeah, I think we got 10, 20 more of these in this universe <laughs> uh, to look forward to because really nothing matters. Our feelings. Yeah, yeah. and uh, good just doesn't exist in this world, and <laughs> nothing is fair. But now it's time to uh, transition to a recommend. Weekly recommend. Um, Brian, what mm. is your weekly recommend? I'm going to recommend a podcast, but a specific episode of a podcast that I maybe... <laughs> the, the eps- this is actually Richard recommended this to me. Oh, um, no. Yeah, this is, this is a little bit of a different different one for me. Um, it's the it's Mark Maron's uh, WTF podcast, which oh, is yeah. like... You know, everybody knows this podcast. I'm not, I'm not breaking news there. Um, but he did an episode with, with Jeff Foxworthy a couple of weeks ago, and it was awesome. Yeah. It was a, it was a great episode of, uh, it was a great interview. And I, I, I've said this for a long time about Foxworthy. It's like I don't really, I don't care about the shtick at all. It's not, uh, you know, I, it doesn't really. Uh, it's not my kind of comedy, I guess, but I think that he your comedy is, a very is exclusively smart green collar, not mm-hmm. white or brown. <laughs> right. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that he is a really smart comic. I think yeah. he's a funny guy. Uh, I just think the 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 bit is not great. Um, but I've always felt like he's he's a really he he a I think he's really smart for understanding <laughs> like how to make a lot of money. Um, but also. I think that he just he actually has some a funny funny thing, and he kind of figured out I need to lean into this in order to be you know successful and or super successful. Anyway, the, the the reason I recommend I and I think all three of us are the same. I'm I always love I'm very interested in just like the craft for those guys for the guy for for that set mm-hmm. that's like. Uh, an, an on the road comic, a road dog comic, or whatever, male and female. I just think the the craft of that is so interesting, and the 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 stories they have and the processes that they go through and everything to um to do their their you know their career to do their bit is just really interesting. And um, Marin sometimes, I mean, the farther the, the guest is from Marin, the better he uh-huh. is. Yeah, does totally, that make sense? Totally. Yeah, no, I, I, I totally, I think that he that's, can be a great interview, but it's like the more confused he is, or like outside the box mm-hmm. that person is, he's always yeah at his best at that point. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, and I'm always I'm doubly interested in the comics that were coming up in the '80s because that's just such an yeah. that's a really interesting. They're all making in, so much money for like, comedy. and then it just yeah. ended. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally, and and there was so many of them too. It's just, it's just really, it's anyway. It was a really great interview, and um, it, it kind of for me maybe is a little bit of validation of like this is kind of how I felt like this is what I thought Foxworthy was this whole time, and and felt kind of like yeah, I got it. Um. But the, anyway, the, the conversation was just really interesting. The interview was good, and and uh, it it kind of gave a, a appreciation for um, for what for what that guy does. It was it was good. Nice. It was a really really interesting interview. I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. So um, if you're at all, I, I guess my point being, if <laughs> if you do not care about, you might be a redneck jokes. Totally get it. Same here. Um, but if you 
have any interest in just like the 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 craft and the grind of of being a, a stand up comic on the road and stuff. It's a it was a great interview. So check it out. I'm Team nice. Larry the Cable Guy exclusively. Sorry, no, we, know. <laughs> we know you make that very clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't, every always, time we go over there, always like, get a lunch or yeah, always. What about you, Kent? What's your reco? Yeah, I'm gonna recommend a book. Uh, Part of I want to side recommend. I did uh, read the uh, Dave Grohl book. Finally, it was nice. nice. Yeah, would you? Uh, that great. you guys recommended previously. Um, storyteller. It was awesome. It's great. Um, I wish it was longer. I wish they. I wished he uh, went more into detail about like making records and stuff. It seemed like he skipped mm-hmm. over a lot of the stuff I wanted to hear about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the I mean, D album. <laughs> well, I mean, there's so much to cover in his life. He's got yeah, like so 30 years of interesting stuff. So to cram it all into a you know a digestible book, I'm sure was an undertaking and. Um, but it was, it was certainly worth a read and, and hopefully, hopefully there's more of those. Hopefully there's another one. I would love for him to do mm-hmm. one just on Nirvana and one just on, uh, Foo Fighters. I think that would be, that mm-hmm. would be great. But, um, yeah, so loved that and, um, certainly would recommend that in the wake of American treasure, Taylor Hawkins's passing mm. and, uh, was very touched by what Dave wrote about him. But I want to recommend a book called Sellout. Uh, the major label feeding frenzy that swept punk emo and hardcore by mm. Dan Ozzy. This is a book about uh, basically the like mid nineties, kind of after Nevermind came out, major labels started to say, Oh, there's money in like indie rock music. And so mm. they started signing all these bands who they thought were going to be the next Nirvana <laughs> to, you know, to come out of uh, a local scene and really take the world by storm. And so, Mm-hmm. Uh, he, what this guy does is he takes a record for every year, um, for those years and, um, kind of talks about why the band was signed and what the intention was and then what the album, the debut album was like on that label. So he talks about nice. Green Day, Dookie, uh, Blink-182 Dude Ranch, uh, At the Drive-In, Jimmy World, My Chemical Romance and some other, uh, some other bands in there, but, um. It's pretty good. There's not off. It's not often that, that there's a book about, you know, Blink One Eighty Two and Green Day that that uh, fits right into my uh, wheelhouse. So check it out. It's called Sell Out. Nice and uh, it's a cool book. It just came out uh, a couple months ago. Sweet. I'll definitely check that out. That sounds great. Very cool. What got right. you, Richard? I'm gonna do a. I'm gonna do an album. Um, came out in the last. I don't know, two weeks or so. It's uh, and I'm going to go local with it. I'm going to go Humble Quest by Marin Morris. Uh, oh, nice, a really cool nice. Um, kind of country pop album that I I enjoyed and uh, trying to get you know trying to get this year kind of kicked off music wise with some some bigger pop releases. Last year was so many just killers. Last year and the you know um, year before that too. So so uh, yeah, great little kind of thoughtful summer country folk pop album that I, I really enjoyed. And she's an artist that like, um, you know, felt she's, she gets better every time, you know, felt a little forced upon us at some point and then just like, Oh wait, she's great. She's done some really, uh, great stuff. So yeah, humble quest by Marion Morris. I really enjoyed the album. It's a good kind of, uh, beginning and, uh, kind of pop country album to have on around the house. Sweet. Funny. Yeah, um, Funny story. One of my one of my buddies uh, that I grew up playing in local bands with, 
he sent me, he sent me like a bunch of his demos, right? Uh, of stuff he's had over the years and stuff. He sent them to me. I listened to this one. It's like a pop punk song. And, uh, and it's like a duet. I'm like, who is this girl? She's incredible. And he was like, Oh, her, she was a local girl named Marin Morris, but I think she moved <laughs> to Nashville. Like he had no idea she had become this huge star. And I saw, I sent, <laughs> I sent him the video, the middle video with Zed. And he was like, Oh my God. He had no idea. Like she was That's like funny. a, a super big star, but I I had no idea it was her. I just heard her voice and was like, whoever this is, is freaking great and needs to be signed immediately. And it was like, mm-hmm. you know, it's this girl named Marin that I used to, you know, carry around the scene with. So uh, if there's ever an unreleased Marin Moore and pop punk song, Marin Moore's <laughs> pop punk song come out uh, eventually, you'll know where it is. It's uh, nice. still out nice. there, but That's it was great. cool. She's awesome, man. Great voice. Yeah, she's great. She's great. She's And uh, we're proud to, to have her from the DF dub area. Well, okay. That wraps up, um, uh, Morbius and, uh, <laughs> and weekly recommends. Hopefully that cheered me up a little more to do those. And, uh, we'll yeah. see, uh, hopefully not soon at the cinema. This kind of bummed me out of the cinema for a while. <laughs> Let's do some streamers. Yes. Stream it out. Stream it out team. I'm excited to go back to the cinema for maybe like, I don't know. I don't know. I just, Sonic 2, your number one. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. We'll do it next week. <laughs> Shoot. Okay. All right. Well, we'll do it next week. It's going to be some theaters for the next few weeks, man. I'm sorry. It's okay. It happens. We're back. I'm out of practice. I'm just out of practice. All right. We'll see you there. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling. Toss salads and scrambled eggs. And maybe I seem a bit confused. Yeah, maybe. But I've got you pegged. But I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs. They're calling again. Scrambled eggs all over my face. They're making me ya ya. Your salads and scrambled eggs. They're calling again.